Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rust Belt Startup. This is a podcast that is chock full of long-form conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, educators, and people that are just doing some cool stuff in some unconventional locations. I am your host, Ryan Miller, and I'm so glad that you're here for this. Is I'm calling this episode one of season two. I've been sitting on this for a while, and uh, uh, I've been trying to get some good interviews and th- that are that are worth your time. Kind of curating some of these and building them up so I can uh, I can I can put them out every two weeks and so it took me a little while longer to get to this point than I really would have preferred but here I am and uh, I will say that man I got some great conversations coming down the pike for you guys so glad you're here for episode one maybe some of you tuned into episode zero where I kind of gave you a, uh, a sense of what's been up where have I been what have I been doing uh, and a little bit of insight into how I reverse engineered goals uh, as it came to building out my latest record, which is called Postcards, Poetry, and Prose. Uh, so if you missed episode zero, go back and check it out. It's a shorty. It's a toolbox episode. I wanted to put that out there before we get into the meat of things, uh, which is starting today with episode one. So a um, couple quick housekeeping things. If you're not on the email list, get on the email list. Um, I'm going to send out the first email of the first of the second season this week to get people back up to speed. But um, but really excited for the conversations that I've I've had coming up this season. I'll be talking to influencers, social media influencers, um, on an island. How do you, how do you become an influencer on an island, so to speak? Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine out in the UK. We talk. We go deep on Alexa and voice technology. And uh, we talked to some puppet masters that are doing world-class work for shows like HBO's uh, John Oliver's Last Week Tonight and Letterman and beyond. Some really cool guys that I met locally. These are all coming down um, in the next several weeks here on Rust Belt Startup, so stay tuned. But first, but first, today's conversation is one that I had back in the early spring with Big Mike Morell. He's the founder of Total Solutions, a IT company here in the Mohawk Valley. So he's a tech guy. He's an IT guy, but that's not really what we talk about. I met Mike um, several years ago, kind of on, on the IT tip. He's, he's been, been a very prominent member of the, the local community. But uh, what really got me interested in his work is his obsession with Kaizen, or continuous improvement. It's a, it's a technique that was, I think, developed by Toyota uh, to use to, to basically streamline and improve their manufacturing process. And Mike, uh, uh, he'll tell you the story of how he got into this, but he got in deep, real deep. Uh, and so not only has he taken some of these manufacturing principles that uh, were initially developed to make cars, he's applied them to his own IT business, and we'll talk about how you do that. But he also has taken the next... Um, logical or illogical step, I don't know, depending on what your point of view is, and he's applied Kaizen principles to the way that he um, manages his life and relationships. And uh, we're going to dig in deep on on this process. Um, so we're going to talk Kaizen, goal setting, and uh, and continuous improvement with Big Mike Morel. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to stop yeah. there. That's awesome. That's a yeah. great place to, to, to get to. So uh, let, let's, let's start at the, at the very beginning. So, you know, it Everyone knows you as Big Mike, and uh, uh, you know what, the reasons that we've been kind of jamming on stuff is your your background is is IT. You're, you're the founder and is it CEO, president? What, what's the actual president, title? President, president, president of Total Solutions, 
and um, really awesome uh, IT company here in, in the Mohawk Valley. But you've really caught my attention in terms of uh, teaching me and teaching folks around the area about what continuous improvement is, what Kaizen is. And so b- before we get into that, how did, how did you, tell me, about, tell me about Total Solutions, first of all, and like how you got Simple. into that business. Yeah, so T- Total Solutions is now going to be 21 years old. Um, so I'm a, a traditional IT guy, big infrastructure, data center type stuff, yeah. and was doing that in the dot-com world in Boston, you know, upper, upper state in Massachusetts, and uh, came, you know, originally from the area, mm-hmm. came back home to take care of a sick parent, and when I was here, I would get asked all the time, you know, the, the, the thing, oh, my son does that, and you know, and all of a sudden somebody's yeah. asking questions. Can they fix my printer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on? And, and I started to realize that these small companies had all the same trappings of the larger companies. They mm-hmm. all need a router. Yep. They all need a printer. They all need a network. They all need a place to store data. Didn't have a clue, yeah. and and uh, needed needed some help with it. And technology was evolving in such a way that it was becoming obtainable for them in a more affordable way. And I can talk, <laughs> so I can right. I can say right. it to them in a way that they understood. So it just became approachable and became a thing. And uh, um, uh, you, you know, so next thing I've got a server, and I'm helping somebody with a website. Yeah. And, doing a thing and it starts to evolve and then there's somebody answering the phone and because having your mother answer the phone and talk about when you were in eighth grade and her favorite yeah. cookie recipe is so oh, you're oh, running oh, out of your house for a little while you're yeah so I, I run it because i'm taking care of my mom and doing some things but total solution starts in that way and kind of takes off and then the whole big mike thing happens right yeah. so you can be big mike in upstate new york that's a thing totally big mike in the yeah. big city maybe not so much but here it works and and that comes because there were so many mics yeah. in, in, in IT where I worked prior. They one day someone described me as the the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. and maybe you wouldn't do that today, but it happened, and, and here we are. I didn't know you had. A, I didn't know your last name for years. Always knew you mm-hmm. was Big Mike. Someone so. just introduced me my full name on Tuesday. Yeah, I stopped and I said, "Am I getting scolded or are we good?" Yeah. like they were just yeah. filling in for someone. They're like. You know, Mike Morell, and yeah. I'm like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? You know, like the, yeah. But uh, even even my father, you know, who you know, proud proud of his last name. Even my father would yeah. refer to me as Big Mike, and so that's it was cool. Kind of funny. You are big. If you cannot, if you're not seeing this interview, you're you got to be six six probably. Yeah, so six six yeah. three seventy five. So you're a big dude, man. Not not tiny. Um, so anyway, that's happened. We, and and more importantly, didn't understand Kaizen then, yeah. right? But the thing that fed me was I love solving the problem. I love making it so you can do whatever it is you want to yeah. do. So whether you want to bake cookies or you want to build houses, if I could help you with tech, to, so you wouldn't worry about that anymore and you just do your thing, that's that's how I felt about it then. And that's what got me into sticking with it, not going back uh, to a larger city or a larger opportunity and said that. And then that evolved later on to uh, the big, getting part of the big Utica vibe yeah. and saying, Wait, I can employ people and help give them a chance to stay here yeah. instead of leaving. We have all these colleges. Wait, how can we have all these colleges? But we're not a big college town. Where's everybody go? Right. And right. Uh, so I said, let me, uh, let me. So that kind of became our next mantra, which was, all right, we're here. We do tech. Let me keep some of these young people home mm-hmm. and uh, help develop our area that way. That was my con- my trying to c- contribute to that, not being a, a city guy, and then uh, kind of proceed from there. I also think you know. Uh, so you guys are an IT company. One of the other things besides the um, the continuous improvement that I get from just in, in my in my interactions with you and honestly in the interactions that I've had with your staff when they've had to solve some problems for me uh, has been you seem to really understand uh, the importance of culture in a workplace. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you try to really cultivate that from, from all angles. Um, uh, where did that come from? Um. Boy, that's a that's a that's a good that's a good uh, great question to 
because I can't tell you there's a single yeah. answer to it. I think there's I think there's a it's an evolution. It's a, it's a a willingness to to hear that you're wrong. Hmm. A willingness to as big a personality as I can be to be blessed with friends that can say, "Hey, can, can I talk to you for a minute?" Mm-hmm. You are you're wrong. Off the reservation. Yeah. And you need to get it together. I'm getting goosebumps telling yeah. you about it. Uh, I've told everyone in my entire life that without my friends, I'm nobody. Yeah. And and now that has allowed me to come around to this, this place that now now I'm really, I'm nobody without my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, I had somebody come in our office the other day and look at, look at the place and go, I, I, don't, I don't think I, you know, my, you know, we were talking about merging or working together. And he goes, I don't know if my people could work with you. And you go, why? And he's like, well, you, you must be a taskmaster. I said, well, you don't right. understand. This is, this is how they want it. Yeah. I just said, here's what I want you to do set for up my the, clients. The, uh, yeah. yeah. The goal is here. This is, yeah. what, this is what I like to see us deliver. However we get there, it doesn't yeah. matter. So this environment you see here, this clean, neat, tidy, mm-hmm. easy environment, yeah. that's how we see it. That's not how this person, this person saw it as, wow, it's... Yeah. Control. You're like, no, I think if you lived here for a week, you'd understand it's not that way. Who was the first? Who was the first employee that told you you were wrong on a big issue? Or do you, would, would, do you know what that is? Oh, uh, first employee told me wrong on a big issue. Yeah, I was I was going to make a uh, going to make a buy. I go all the way back. We're our second year of business, and uh, I'm about to to buy uh, a piece of business from another company. Mm-hmm. And the guy working for me at the time, uh, you want me to use it? I don't care. It doesn't it's, matter it's to you. A, it's a local guy uh, named uh, Adam Helmer, actually, yeah. a very successful local IT guy, in yeah. fact, uh, his family. Uh, and a- Adam looks at me and he says, I think this is a terrible idea. And and you're like, you're like duly noted, marching forward. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah it's like, duly, at that time, du- hey, thanks. Yeah, and, but and I, I got this. Plow ahead. Yeah. And uh, we, we, so it's a great story because so this happens. And it's a reoccurring revenue stream. That's all I see. Reoccurring mm-hmm. revenue. This is it's the us, shiny object. Yeah, I'm, it's, I've been guilty of that. It's going to give us legs, right? Yeah. Re- reoccurring revenue, and it did. Mm-hmm. It did exactly what I planned for it to do. It did that, but it came with a state uh, uh, law enforcement uh, investigation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it lands on one week, and two weeks later, I've got the the state knocking on my door saying, "Hey." We, you know, we're the new investigative unit for cyber crimes because that yeah. no one knew what that was. And it's a hey, it's 1998, right? So they're like, hey, we think there's a cyber crime here. We're the new people. You probably know more about it than we do. Uh, and you're like, going, wait, if you impound my right. server, I'm toast. Business is over. Yeah. So I took this gamble. This guy's telling me I shouldn't do it. I did it. Here it is. Did they and impound the server? They did not. So uh, luckily for you know, for me, what I said is like, look, I'll give you everything I know. I, I, yeah. You know, here. Here, if you give me a day, I'll shut it all down. I'll copy all the mm-hmm. data. You know, you give me the subpoena. Here you go, your yeah. stuff, and we're down the road. And we cooperated fully, and they took their investigation. And moved you know, on. this this happened to me uh, as well. I was working for a, 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 an internet company, uh, and I guess I can tell this. Why can't it? It's it's long enough ago. The statute of limitations probably over. There you go. Right, and and um, it was when uh, it was when Cheney was coming to. He was doing a fundraiser here. This was, this was like early two thousands. And um, he was doing a fundraiser for someone. I don't even remember who it was at the uh, at the hotel Utica. It was at the hotel Utica at the time. And um, there was a bulletin board system that was part of uh, the company that that I worked for. And apparently, so I'm 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 doing IT and some web dev and stuff. And the phone rings, and it's just the caller just says Washington D.C. It was a very nice woman named Mary Kate on the end, and she goes, "Hi." I'm Mary Kate. I'm calling from the Secret Service. And I'm calling because there was a threat made against the vice president on your server. 
I need to know who that person is. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? And my, and my, my boss was not in the office at the time. And so I'm going, uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to do in this situation. I said, I can't, I can't tell you who that person is. First of all, that's, that's a privacy thing. Second of all, I don't even think I could, like it was, you can sign up anonymously. So I'm like, I have no right. idea who this person is. Okay, and she very sweetly said, I'll call you right back. And she called me right back and she said, hi, Ryan, it's Mary-Kate again. Listen, um, we're just gonna need all the server logs for the last 48 hours for that for your server. Um, and I said, Mary-Kate, my, my boss isn't here. I don't know how, if I can give you that. And she goes, that's no problem. We'll just send someone down and they'll just take the server from you and then we'll just get what we need and then we'll bring it back when we're done. <laughs> and it was the same thing because all of our stuff was on this on box, server, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I finally got a hold of, 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 of uh, my boss and he, he goes, here's what you do. Just get, get them get them what you need. And, and uh, I, I I assume that that person got a, got a visit from the secret. It was terrifying, not, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like uh, you're being 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 blessed throughout life and business of people that are reasonable and understanding. Yeah, it's been amazing, right? <laughs> so you should go look, man. There's a guy yeah. down the hall that replies. You know, his, his paycheck's coming out of this deal, and yeah. uh, I just I need to keep forget about me for a minute. I just need to keep this on because he's yeah. got a wife and a family. Yeah. And, you know, so what do I do? I, I want to cooperate because I'm guilty of nothing. I have nothing to hide. Right, right. So here, if there's yeah. something going on, maybe it's a misunderstanding, whatever. But here you go. Yeah. And and they were humble enough on their side to say. We really don't know because we're new. Yeah, we just yeah. finished training last week, wow. but we saw this, and here we go. That's so, also terrifying. Yeah, so we got through it. You know, it was a good deal. So it's an interesting experience. So the same thing, you know, being in small business when nine eleven happened. Yeah, the phones fell ringing. Yeah, for months, months, and you were out of respect for everything in the world that happened. Mm -hmm. You weren't calling. You weren't going to call and ask. Hey, can I? Nope. You just. It's You're waiting. just gonna wait. You're gonna wait it out patiently yeah. and hope that people call you because it was just a tough time. Yeah, and you're small, and you, you, you know what? You're even smaller in the world at that point. Mm -hmm. Well, your problem is really not. There are people with big problems, and you just saw it on TV. Yeah, and big issues, and so you sat quietly and you did your thing. But uh, anyway, yeah. So having gone through that evolution, you know, we we've uh, we've talked before, Ryan. But the the real simple process is this: Hey, I've been in business for at this point. Uh, you know, 16 years, mm -hmm. and they're, you know, knock on wood, we've been fortunate, we're growing, things are good, we're around, we got a great reputation, I uh, love all that, and uh, I have a, a personal injury, I injure my back, and I get laid up, yeah. and one of my employees, Ryan, who had been like, hey, I, I want you to watch this video from this guy, he thinks a lot like you do, he's trying to, he's trying to nicely say to me however he can to get me to bait me into it, and whatever, and, uh, and finally I watched this YouTube video about Paul Akers, and so I've always been a guy about organization and systems and process, and, and I've tried to build a culture, mm -hmm. but I've always felt like sometimes that, that it was always about money. Sure. That was probably, I think, as a small business owner, the money was always like the, I'd like to have coffee in the office, but that costs money. Right. You know, now I think much differently about it, but um, I watched this video and like, oh yeah, wow. So all the hangups that I've had, all the coaching that I've been lacking is in the beginning of this series, and I take off, and, and I've shared before, I email Paul, yeah. and and he immediately emails me back, and then we end up in a discussion. To have someone of that caliber so freely give to you, mm -hmm. not only did it help my company, but it's that here's a person who freely gave to you, mm -hmm. made you rethink how you operate. Re well, he's creating value for you for free, but that's yeah. going to come. That's he's playing the long game, exactly. you know. But I didn't, and I didn't even understand that at the time. But it it gave me pause because yeah. I, you know. You know, in our community, there are people that have always had a certain amount of wealth, and they've always, like, never made time for mm -hmm. you. 
mm-hmm. a complete stranger from our, the other yeah. side of our yeah. country. That is very successful. Yeah. Right? Successful, yeah. has has no reason to ever know Big Mike, right. ever. Right. Stops and says, oh, here, here's, here, here's your answer. Yeah. And you, really? Yeah. <laughs> and you ask question two, and he says, well, well, here's that, and that's going to lead to this and this and this. So take take a look at those, and then get back to me. <laughs> oh. And that's when yeah. I learned that concept of I'll invest in you. Yeah. Um, Freely. As long as you're. Receptive to receiving that, yeah, that you, gift, you're, right? you're, Yeah, you're going to go, you know, so here's what you're going to do, and you go out and do it and come back. Yeah. Don't come back and ask me to go dig, dig the trench for you. That's in the, I, I'm digging my own trench, but, you know, here's how you dig it easier. Mm-hmm. Go do it. And uh, so fascinating. So I, I do this, and I come back, and I show it to my team, and they're probably getting a little contagious because when Big Mike gets excited, mm-hmm. it's hard not to have the room kind of move mm-hmm. with you. And they take off with it. So stop for a second. So who is, you know, who is Paul Akers? Nobody knows who, who he is. Yeah. I know who he is. but Yeah, you know who he is. So yeah. Paul Akers owns a company called FastCap uh, out in uh, Bellingham, Washington. So they're a manufacturer of, now today, they're manufacturer of, they, they would consider, I think Paul considers himself a manufacturer of woodworking and other types of uh, industry tools and equipment for, mm-hmm. for contractors, et cetera, cabinet makers. Paul himself is a cabinet and a, and a, a guitar builder. Oh, um, I didn't know that. So, yeah, so he's, he builds custom guitars and he builds cabinets. And so he started out with a very simple plastic cap that would cover the screw hole on the inside of a cabinet. It matched the wood grain of whatever it was, from white melamine to mm-hmm. cherry, right? That was what started. And the struggles that he learned through that or the growth of his company started to develop other tools and things for woodworks to make life easier for them. And what well, he discovered, he decided to share. And I think that's become the bigger story is that cool. this, this, hey, I took lean and I, and I brought it back and I'm sharing it with you. So Paul is, is kind of, he's got his own spin on it, which is two-second two two lean, lean, right? Yep. And but So so back, back us up. What is lean or Kaizen? So, well, so Kaizen's part of lean. So lean is a manufacturing process. Some people hear it as a Toyota production yep. system, TPS report, and which is a Wait, great reference. Wait, that's where it's from? This, yeah. Get out of uh, here. Yeah, so, so that's a great reference. This is the 20th anniversary week of Office Space. Get out of here. So, so that's a great, great reference there for us. But uh, so the TPS report is Toyota, Toyota production system. Oh, my God. That's I thought the they just jo- made that up. No, that's the joke. Oh. Uh, so Toyota came over, learned from Ford about manufacturing, went back, and they applied Kaizen to Ford's manufacturing. Oh. Oh, crazy. Okay. And made it to an production system. Uh, so Kaizen, the idea of continuous improvement or to make good. Um, and so they, they go back and they're constantly looking at how to improve every step along the process. How to manufacture something at a higher standard, faster and easier. Lower cost is a result usually. Mm-hmm. Continuously. And continuously doing it over and over and over again. In fact, uh, I think it's Paul that said, uh, reiterated that Toyota won't take on a challenge. They don't, they don't think that they can't cut in half. Hmm. So if it takes a minute, we're going to get to 30 seconds and it can wow. happen. And then that's their, their thing. That's what they're constantly doing. And, of course, that lowers cost. Sure, sure does. Um, so that's lean. So lean is this manufacturing system that's got these these eight wastes associated. And, and, and eight weight, when we talk about waste, it's anything that doesn't bring value to the end product. So if we're, we're, we're moving the inventory or whether we're spending too much time moving motion in the space that we're working in or, or we have too much extra product, byproduct, et cetera, whatever waste that we can have. So from motion to physical product um, or defects and mm-hmm. things like that, we want to eliminate. So Kaizen then is the, one of the, the pillars inside of Lean that says we're going to continuously improve to help reduce those eight wastes. Sure. Um, and uh, the the most important waste, and so this actually full circle to your cultural thing. They don't technically number them, but the eighth waste in our discussion is unused employee genius. Mm. And the simple fact is, and, and this, if you can get your brain around this, this changes your life. 
if you put waste into your system, so if I take a quote to do a system for Ryan, and I don't ask a few simple questions, I have essentially done what? I've pushed that burden into my team. And what does that really say to them? It says to them, your time's not as important as my time. I don't value you. So you can do this dirty work that I don't want to take the time to mm -hmm. do. Now, I would never call myself lazy, mm -hmm. but boy, it sure sounds like I just described myself as lazy. Sure. So when you change your shift over and you say, it's easier for me. We just had the conversation about the iPad Pro yeah. that I can do different documentation now when I'm on site. When I go and come back with something ready for them, it says, I value your time, employee. I want you to do your best, have time to do your best work. And then Kaizen says, we want to do your best work as quickly as possible because that extra time we can do to grow mm -hmm. you or your position and so on. And that's that's it. That's that's the game changer. Your culture just exploded. And like I said, I got goosebumps talking to you about it. Getting the concept in your head. So many, especially small business owners, have this idea that, I hate to say that, it's, I'm too good for it, but it's mm -hmm. it's like, look, like, can you, you, you do this. I've hired someone for this. You and I were once in an event together, and we'll just leave that at that, where there was a person who asked a question of a person about uh, that was there's a person talking about production process mm -hmm. and there's an individual at that that asked the question saying i'm having a really hard time with my staff because i've hired someone to do all the things that i don't like and 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 i tend to have turnover and and, and for me i looked at them and said well well just because you don't like them and you're going to pay them doesn't mean that they're enjoying that right, either. right 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 it's like so if you hired a housekeeper would you be more filthy in your own space just because you have someone yeah isn't that it doesn't make any sense yeah so so in my own world i used to liken it to i had a hard time i, I hate accounting i hate looking at the numbers right it sounds bad for a mm -hmm. business owner but I, I hate focusing on the money i want to focus on doing well for the client so i used to look for people to do the work and i would describe it very much like this like look you know we're small. We got a little bit of accounting. It's it's just it's it's really a distraction. It's kind of frustrating to do the data entry for the time stuff. Whatever you, you know, you think this would be something you'd be interested in doing? You know, for a few hours a week. Mm -hmm. It's really tiny. You know, I'll, you know, I'll pay you this for mm -hmm. it. And, boy, it sounds great. I'd love to do that, Mike. I'd love to do that stuff that you think is terrible and mm -hmm. is, is yeah. too little for you. Versus ten hours, like, look, hey, I've got a small company. It takes about ten hours a week to to do its, its payroll processing and etc. I said, is that is that sound like something you'd like to take on? It's Different, different, yeah. Yeah, I respect you're framing you. it in a different way. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. a person that's good at that. I'm not. I'm not efficient at that. So it's not a good use of my time uh, because I'm much better off generating new yeah. revenue. Um, and you're, you're a person that does bookkeeping and you're efficient at it. So, like, I respect that. Would you, you know, so in the same sense that my bookkeeper, Allison, turns to me and says, like, hey, can you scan your your receipts to me because this paper thing's not working. It really makes me inefficient. And you're like, oh, of course I can. You know, like, boom, down the road. And you, and you have that, that dialogue. So this idea that, you can improve the quality of what you deliver to your team or deliver into any system or byproduct that you're using, that's going to build your culture because your, your, your employees suddenly don't feel like they're carrying you. Like suddenly don't feel like I'm out of the office and I don't feel like that. I, I never feel like my team is like, Oh, well, what's he doing today? You know, where's right, where's right. the big guy? What's up? What's yeah. up? Nope. I feel like they think I'm out there. Creating value, or yep. building the business, building yeah. something, doing whatever. You know, I'm coming here to do this with you today, yeah. and they're like, "What's that for? What are you thinking?" Yep. And, and I just give them a straight answer. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's why I'm doing it. Here's what's going on. Blah blah blah. And they're like, 
Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the boss just shares with me mm-hmm. exactly what he sees and the vision of what's going to happen, and we have this open dialogue. So let's let's get back. You're in bed. You 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 see Paul Akers. You you write him. You start implementing this. How do you do this? Right? Because you've got a process around it. When I visited your office to kind of kind of observe this, I noticed there were some deliberate actions that you you guys implemented that, that was probably you know unique or right for your organization versus others. So yeah, so we took. So Paul makes a free book, you know, two second lean. Mm-hmm. He's got this. So I took his methodology because it really has a very fast on ramp. It's, yeah. it's an easy read with some very basic concepts, and then because of the players. So if you implemented it with five, every five people you implemented it with, it'd be slightly different mm-hmm. because it's going to take on the the strengths and weaknesses of those individuals, um, and it's going to twist a little bit. So the base process says, "Hey, I dedicated first thing is I dedicated a half hour every day." to Kaizen. Uh, the Japanese have the five S's, which is how they start their day. We three S. So we straighten, standardize, and sort. So we have this idea of we come in and we prepare ourselves to work. So we get the, my guys come to work a half hour uh, before the day starts, and they look, do I have all the things I need to start my day with? Well, when you ask that question, most people go, sure I do. I like, no, like, no, really look. And so when they look, they're like, well, how do I know what I need to start my day with? There's our first improvement, mm-hmm. right? And so that became the next dialogue was, all right, so what do you need? And we started to realize what we need. And then when we looked at what we needed, and then we looked at our desks, we said, what's all this other stuff? And so we tore that away. You Marie Kondo'd it yeah, to, so, be, uh, to use the, the, the term of the day now, right? Yeah, so you said, hey, that's gone. Yeah. And so we have these 10 things or whatever it was. Yeah. So now we know every day we're going to start, we're going to make sure our 10 things are here. We have our 10 things to do mm-hmm. our, our job for the day. And by the way, if we think there's an 11th, there's a process to measure that, right? Safety, quality, complexity, and speed. And that's this pyramid that Paul shows you that says, hey, you measure them in this order. And um, if one, the next one trumps the one, you know, one below mm-hmm. it, so on and so forth. So if it's not safe, it's just not a conversation. Right, right. It done. stops. And so then the complexity and quality and so on. Safety, quality, complexity, and speed. So that's the beginning. Now we've identified what we need to work. So we come in the morning, do we have what we need to work? Yep, well that's done. All right, that was three minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I needed a pen, I went and got it, or I lost mm-hmm. it, or I'm started, great, now what? Okay, well, let's identify struggle. Struggle, What? what's, what's struggle? And it's amazing to me how much people don't understand struggle. Mm-hmm. So, um, or, or, or what that is. You, you had some struggles here today. We're setting up. Yeah. It's struggles today with like sound, yeah. sound check, quality. Uh, you know, uh, I had a, a videographer working for me yeah, for a year. Yeah. We had the same thing. We were constantly trying to figure out how do we eliminate the, the, the limitations yeah, of the sure. equipment or why do you pick a certain thing or, or what's going on? You know, what, where's, where, how's this tripod mount or that work? Or if you see a person who every day they go, like, I take my, my uh, Fitbit off every day and they've changed it. So the charger is a clamp. Mm-hmm. But there's only teeth for charging on one side of the clamp. And every day it's the roulette wheel. So it's got, which one do you get? I got a 50% chance yeah. of doing this, right? So so I've come to recognize that, that I can, I make a mark in a white Sharpie, you know, a mm-hmm. silver, it's actually silver, silver Sharpie that tells me which end the prongs are on, very visibly mm-hmm. acute, that when I grab it, I know exactly how to put it on now. That's struggle. And some people might say, that's dumb, Mike, because, like, it's only two seconds. But It is. But... You know, one of the things you you've instilled in in me is the idea of all this stuff compounds, man. All of it compounds. Absolutely. So I I roll out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. I pick up my phone. 
I look, what's the weather, mm-hmm. right? So I, I know the time the alarm off. Yeah. What's the weather today? Oh, it's going to be 40 and rainy. Okay. What am I doing today? Cool. Well, I know what I'm going to wear. Yeah. I know what shoe I'm going to wear because it's raining and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I have my own, Some people think that's nuts, but right off the bat, I know what I'm going to wear. Before I even mm-hmm. stand up, I know what's going on for the day and what I need to be prepared for. Oh, hey, there's, I'm not going anywhere today. It's right. in, in office comfy time. Great. Right. Here's what I'm going to go do, blah, blah, blah. And and so you have this these steps together. Well, take off my watch to go go, go take my shower and you know, my Fitbit, bang, I pop it on the thing. I don't stand there for a minute. Yeah. Fidgeting with it, like you're describing, yeah. it's not there. I don't, you know, the, the bracelet, the other watches, the stuff. Nope. Mm-hmm. They all, they all, it just makes life very simple. Mm-hmm. So like you said it compounds, and as it compounds, the thing that people realize is momentum. Mm. You're picking up speed. All of a sudden, well, you used to get ready in an hour, now you're ready in 45 minutes. Now, if you don't want to recognize that, like I sell PCs to people. And I look at the owner of the company and say, hey, Sue used to boot that computer and go get coffee and come back and then re- look at her phone on Facebook for 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then go to work. And, and some people go, wow, computers don't take that long. No, really, they do. There's places where yeah. commercial computers do. Her new computer boots in 40 seconds. If you own her, don't change her routine or don't socially engineer what's going on there, you're not going to see any change in productivity. And it's not because Sue's yeah. a bad person. No, That's you just made an investment thing. in this tech, but not in the transition of the behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she, she's got a, a, very, a very greater opportunity to be productive, and now she can go have that free time on her lunch because yeah. she's going to she, she's gonna get her work done. Yeah. She's going to feel good about it. And same idea we're teaching them. We're saying, you just invested in your employee. You know, I, I once went to a guy who says, well, we, you know, I, need, I need a new laptop, and, and he's buying a, a, a MacBook Pro, and it's going to be $2,000 or whatever. And I'm like, so what, what's uh, the woman in the office next to you do? And he's like, oh, she enters all our orders, all of them. I go, really? And he goes, oh, yeah, and right now it's school season. It's a big deal. So all our orders come in. She's sitting on a broken chair with a keyboard on a, on a tray table. I'm not kidding you. Wow. And a 15-inch monitor. Wow. So, so you talk about culture, right? Yeah. And, you, you look, and, and I wouldn't consider this guy a bad guy. If I met him out, mm-hmm. I'd go, hey, let's have a beer. Let's talk, yeah. right? And you go... I don't know why this person feels that it's good to work in these conditions, but I stopped him and I looked him in the eye and I said, the person who generates all your revenue has this work condition. What does that say to them about how you value them? Right? And, yeah. and, and so you're, and, and the culture of that organization was terrible. He, he was complaining about constant turnover. He was complaining. And I'm like, it's really simple. I mean, it's a twelve hundred dollar investment over five years. Yeah, what's the, the cost of the turnover? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. What are you what are yeah. you paying for unemployment and all these other crazy things and training and, yeah. and you know because like it or not everybody has to make some investment even sure. if you're a terrible human being you have to make an investment in somebody because they can't work for you. But I'm saying this person does this work for you. Oh, by the way, she's been here for ten years. She's she's been struggling it out for ten yeah. years. She's a trooper. God bless her. You should value her twice as much. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's it. So that that's the cultural change. So. This, this thing happens, we start to implement it. And you talked about that, this process. So yeah, you start to build SOP, right? Standard operating procedures that work mm-hmm. for Total Solutions. So now you've got your tools in place and your things in place. Now the individuals, you let the, you gotta let them run a little bit. What's, how's that, because I don't do your job. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Ryan, I don't do your job. Joe, I don't do your job. You know, how do you interact with the client? What's gonna make it easier for you? What challenges, what struggles do you see Mm-hmm. And that's the key, being able to let go as an owner and say, 
here's again, here's the goal. It's important to me that we service the customer this way. I want them to always get a body when they call. I want them to get a response within right. you know, 15 minutes. I want us to always schedule service. I want, you know, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And we're going to be open nine to five. Everybody gets an hour lunch, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, standard working stuff. How do we accomplish Yeah, that? your job is to equip them to be able to do that. And, and yeah, and, yeah, and it took me almost 16 years yeah. to really get my brain around that. And it happened in, you know, an hour. Well, can you, can, you, can you talk about, like practically, you know, I visited you guys to kind of observe this. Um, can you talk about the morning meetings and the ping pong balls? I think that yep. is something that's super interesting. So, so morning meetings are another part of Paul's process. Ping pong balls are not, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. get to that. So now you're on a continuous learning process, right? So you're, you have a morning meeting. So we, have our, we get ready for work, and then we go into a half-hour morning meeting that has a very deliberate agenda, and it's timed. So it's, uh, hey, everybody. There's, there's, a, there's an education component right in mm-hmm. the beginning. Here, we're going to teach you something new today. Um, then there's a quick report on the status of things. Mm-hmm. Just so you understand, hey, we're going to be deploying stuff. Don't worry, think you better. Yep. So if they call, that's us. Yep. It's us doing work there if there's a concern. Or they call tomorrow or whatever. Getting everybody on the same page. Uh, here's what today is. Here's what tomorrow is. Um, and then, you know, any kind of open discussion or, or giving now the employee a chance to talk about their improvement. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, what are you working on? Uh, I'm doing this or doing that or whatever. And uh, now you're in this continuous education process. Continuous improvement is just that. It's uh, Some people call it friction. It's the idea mm-hmm. of trying something and, and, and you kind of grow stronger. Like weight training is essentially friction. You're pushing and, and in a deliberate way that's making you stronger. Mm-hmm. And, and continuous improvement is that. You're, you're failing. You're not afraid to fail because you're encouraged to do so. You're trying something. So there's been plenty of improvements that we've made that we go, yeah, that's that's terrible. We're not going to do that again. We're going to go mm-hmm. down the road. So um, the ping pong balls that you referenced come out of um, uh, out of that. So in this process of constantly educating or studying to get better or more efficient at it, we we had had many conversations at the morning meeting that the team kept bringing up. Oh, you know, I forgot last week. I was I meant to do this thing, or oh, I you know. Joe, weren't you working on yada yada? Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, you know, I, I didn't get back to that, and because some improvements take longer than mornings allow, sometimes take multiple mornings. And uh, as I was leaving a different meeting, someone said, "All right, guys, that's it. Run with the ball." And, and, and it just it clicked right then. I've got a struggle. That's what we we're just defining, right? How do I define a struggle? I got a struggle in keeping track of what it is, and. You, digital or paper doesn't matter. If you make a list, you can just easily ignore it. Doesn't matter where it is. In fact, digital is probably even easier. Do it all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have this wonderful list and a great tool somewhere that nobody's looking at, and nobody's holding any accountability mm-hmm. for. And uh, so it's like, oh, that's it. So, so in one flash moment, we got this idea, physically running with the ball. And so I ordered up some ping pong balls, and I got this idea of that. If if Ryan has an idea, he grabs a ping pong ball. He writes the date and the idea, and it's his. He physically possesses the ball, and uh, it solves a couple other issues. Number one, I put a threshold on it. Like, you can't have more than four of these things in mm-hmm. motion. Second of all, they have to sit. They're sitting on your desk. They're in Invisible. front of your face. Yeah. yeah, they're right there. They can't. You can't hide from them. Um, and the third of all, it started to change the conversation towards celebrating completing something rather than celebrating starting something. Especially in America, we love to talk mm-hmm. about what we're starting. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you just alluded to that earlier today with me. You said, "Hey, whatever happened to this video series?" Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. excited about starting something, never came to fruition, right? Which is okay. It, I mean, it is. you know, it's, yeah. it, but but it's not 
No, no one, uh, no one ever celebrates the end of a diet. Right, right. It's a lifestyle right. change, and yeah. that's that's the biggest yeah. change. Right. Everybody celebrates. I'm starting a diet today. Yeah. Never yeah. Like, no one ever goes. I, I, I changed my life. I did a lifestyle change. Right, right. right. It's never that. And uh, that's the big change. Was hey, it's a it's a great idea. You've got Ryan to make this improvement. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah, but when it, let's celebrate when, when it's, it's done. done. And so then to make to put the exclamation point on that, I took an aquarium that we had. And we have a couple in our office, some have fish, some don't. Uh, we take an aquarium and we put some measurements on it. And when you finished it, the ping pong balls went in. And of course, that turned into a game. Right? Yeah, there yeah, was a sure. Bullseye sure. So, so we're putting the ping pong balls in. And when they would get to a certain threshold, it would be, hey, here's pizza on Friday yeah, or, yeah. Or, or or whatever. Here's a gift card to Dunkin' yeah. Donuts guys. Any kind of reward because you could measure the success that you yeah. had. And all of a sudden, you accomplished all these things. You could, It was inspectable. I could walk around and see what the improvements were that were on desks. Right, I could walk around and, and and see the improvements measuring in the 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 aquarium. More importantly, I could tell if we were doing it because I could measure how the balls were disappearing. Right, they were taking balls, like something. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, blank balls. Blank yeah. balls. Yeah. So you have the empty ones, and if the bucket's never going down. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's what's wrong. going on? Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not really doing anything. But we've had those same three balls on your desk yeah. for a long time, right? So I can measure how quickly I had to reorder balls. Right. So in the first year. We go through, uh, what, almost 400 uh, ping pong balls. So for reference, how many staff people do you have? So I am I am four staff and myself today. 400 in the 400, first year. Yeah, 400 first year. At that time, we were five people. Yeah. We were five people and myself. Yeah, so just holy cow. And by the way, these are all their own ideas. They're not yeah. mine. They have nothing yeah. to do with me. And you're not than, driving it necessarily. No, other right? than facilitating the ability to do it, giving them that time every day. Mm-hmm. To go do it. Saying it's okay for you to search Google for an answer or to watch a YouTube mm-hmm. video or to Yeah. I, I never walked out and said, What are you doing? Yeah. Nope, not once. Yep, because y- y- you if you looked and Joe didn't have any balls on his desk yeah. or you looked at the balls on his desk and they all said January and you're in the middle of September. Yeah. Well, you don't, that, that's <laughs> what you There's yeah. self accountability. Yeah. And when you have people doing it together, or better yet, like I buy my first camera. Mm-hmm. And I drop it down and I make a video. I start videoing somebody making an improvement. Mm-hmm. That becomes this challenge of who makes the better improvement sure, video. Sure. Who makes the, because yeah. we're geeks. That part works yeah, out yeah. great. Right? And you take off with it. And uh, it's kind of fun. And they still go back and watch some of those videos today. Do you know, as a result of this, my onboarding for new customers, when I interview people, I introduce them to a motion study pin board. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, a board that's got, that's just, it's got 40 holes in it. It's got a bunch of pegs that go in the holes. And it's super simple. Um, it's the aha moment. I let the, the person take their first opportunity. I time them. Fill the pegs any way you want. And I time them. And over the course of two interactions, I take 20 seconds off their time. Yeah. Every single time. And they look at me and they go like, I just signed up for something very different. Like, yes, you, <laughs> yes, you did. Does anyone run? Does, is anyone like, ah, I don't know? No. They, they, usually they're like... Yeah. What, what, even, even candidates that aren't a fit for us, that, hey, you're a great guy and whatever, but yeah. you don't have the skill set I need, we'll, we'll send them the link for the book. Hey, oh, yeah, this. Cool. If this can cool. help you in some way, great. Because cool. it'll be like, where'd this come from? I mean, like, hey, go look at this. Yeah. You know, so we do, we do a lean video and do our thing. So my team's taken off. They do the morning meeting now uh, without me, mm-hmm. right? They do it. If I'm there, I'm there. And if I'm not, I'm not. They run it. Um, and then we've gone on and we've added some fun to it too. So we do, uh, we like education mm-hmm. um, and we like it not always to be about our job, like just to yeah, be fun. Yeah. So we've uh, we've thrown an echo into the mix. We, we So we do a question of the day. Oh, cool. So we got our own team score, right? We got our own uh, you know, Total Solutions account yeah. and keeping track of our, our yeah, score yeah. and, and oh, doing cool. our stuff. And uh, 
Uh, so you know, kind of f- fun things like that. Yeah. But you get this interaction, and that's how they start their day. Yeah. So yeah. So you're starting on a positive note. That's yeah. culture, man. And you get going. And so they they build it. And so it's awesome. Let's talk about how this bleeds over you uh, into we'll call this kaizen for life for life and yep. you mentioned when we sat down here there's some there's been you've been doing this for a year no plus. we've been doing this going on third our third, third year, year. Yeah. and there's some unintended consequences so why don't we just start with okay what's what's so, kaizen for life i know so we i, I know how much time we have so i will uh i'm going to paraphrase some of this down pretty great, quickly, right? great so uh in short i've got a relationship right i've got a fiance that now uh for seven years uh, god bless her and uh and we have three children mm-hmm. and uh all at that time, you know, they're all late teens, right? Yeah. Today they're 23, 21, and, and going to be 19. The point of the story is she's got a traditional job. She works for, a, you know, a traditional large corporation. Sure. And I'd come home, and at first she was really excited about what was going on at the office. Yeah. This is great, blah, blah, blah. And you saw there was a shift. You saw that she had this this different interaction that led to, like I said, like she wasn't excited anymore. She wasn't really hyped up about uh what was going on or what, what we were doing. And I, I felt that she was kind of discouraged. Mm-hmm. And one day she says, well, you know what, this is all great, but I can't do any of this at work. I said, well, that sucks. And realized there's a bunch of struggles that you have at home, especially with three children, teenagers, you know, yeah. like who left the, not, not who left the toilet seat, I was like, who left the soap out or, yeah, or who yeah. didn't do the garbage or whatever. And so I said, hey, what if we did this here? And so I brought her a copy of the book and I gave it to her and it kicked off this, crazy adventure Mm -hmm. and as we interacted about it and i learned what she liked and didn't like i built a little system for us and so that system is very simple it's uh every 90 days we travel uh i'm you know as you illustrated i'm big i I don't Mm -hmm. fly well so um we travel within driving range up to five hours sequester ourselves and we go through a little deliberate planning session and it's broken over a course of three days including travel that has a dedicated amount of time to hard discussion it can be from talking about body image to money to planning for a child um and then you go you put all that down and you literally walk away from it hide the phone and and you go spend time together Mm -hmm. something else that we don't do in our culture well and you go just the two of us and celebrate who you are and we do this for a year and it 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 goes crazy and as you know that ultimately led to a ted talk about that and and, uh, you know ted executive and talking about that then in the middle of year two, something interesting happens because you're, you're rapid. People hopefully grow throughout their whole lives, but you're rapidly and deliberately growing, but you've never set, or we hadn't, we'd never set a blueprint or a, a corporate goal for our family. We were just free form growing and sure, moving. Sure, sure. So two individuals started to shift, grow and move and then teach their children some things. So basically we weren't building a house. We were churning the foundation while still trying to build a house because we hadn't defined a mutual goal. Now, I didn't understand that then. I understand it now. So there starts to be friction. There starts to be, well, my improvements are taking me to the right. Mm-hmm. Yours are taking your right-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We're, 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 we're uh, you know, now I, now I know, like, and trust her. Or I, I'm deeply in love with this person. My, the values of the person didn't change. So by having a good founded relationship to begin with, yeah. because I, I love and care for the person and their values, those values didn't change. They simply were on a different trajectory. And so was I. And so we started having these conversations. We stuck with it. So you realize Barbara came back one day and she says, this doesn't work for me. The I, process? I, yeah. The process I, don't, I don't enjoy feeling like I'm never done. Hmm. I don't ever feel like the X 
insert name here, mm-hmm. whether it's decorating the dining room yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or fixing some other thing. I don't ever feel like I'm finished, and, and that doesn't feel rewarding to me. You know, thank God she's able to say that, right? She's able to talk to me in that way. So we go through this evolution, and the year two is interesting because while we're together, there's still this, like, friction because we haven't, we're learning all of a sudden, boom, we got to define where is it that we're going? And maybe those are byproducts of coming together later in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been married, etc. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I could spend the rest of my life speculating about that. I don't, and maybe there's value for somebody else in that if I did it right. But more importantly for us, it was we realized one day we we're, we're, we have different goals for our children mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about. We're you know it's like so we parent differently. Of course, most men and women do sure. anyway. But what's our goal? What is it that you want, Barb? Do you want a massive house or do you want to be in a condo and travel? You know, hmm. yeah. we've talked about everything else except where we want to be. Yeah. We're helping everybody else, but we're not talking about what what ultimately we want to accomplish out of this. But she does she know that and you know that and you haven't articulated that? Or she didn't necessarily know that and you didn't necessarily yeah, know that? Yeah, I don't that. think that either one of us realized that that was the, the, yeah. the problem. And then all of a sudden, you know, fourth quarter last year, as we're starting to talk about 2019... So the business is a certain spot. Some yep. other things have happened. We've hit some milestones for some things that we've happened. And and actually, I think I, I think it was Barbara that said it. It was either Barbara or one of our friends that said it. Oh, so you hit all these milestones towards what? Hmm. <laughs> you can hear the yeah. you can hear the skid marks. The, what? That's a great question, though. Yeah, towards what? And like, how did we never ask that? And I think it was just because we thought there's so much to fix. We'll worry about it later. Yeah. We make that shift. And here we are, February. I, I get the goosebumps. We make that shit. Here we are, February. We are in lockstep. I'm. I'm even. I even would say I'm more in love today than I, I was even then. But we are. We are truly together. I mean, the, the magic of yeah. all that work came together, and it was like it was like the, the, the Star Wars where you can't get in the light speed, and somebody smacked the wall with their fist, pumped them in. And you're making Boom. decisions, intentional decisions, exactly. towards a thing, right? Like, does this get us closer to the goal, or does it not get us closer Warp to the goal, Warp drive right? kicked in, and we're, yeah. and we're on our way. And uh, so all of a sudden, here we are. And then the other part was, this is the first, we, we haven't been able to travel this year. Mm-hmm. Timing was such that every time we got ready to travel, take our 90-day trip, we couldn't do it, so we had to evolve. And then, because now we've discovered this, and we're working. So Barb's taking on a, a position at the company in corporate giving. We mm-hmm. doubled our contribution back to the community this year. And so I said, hey, I don't have enough time to get that done. And she wants to work in the community. So boom, here's a role for you. Hmm. So now we're working together and doing something I thought, what well, I would tell you that working with my spouse is never something I thought would probably be good for me. Sure. Because <clears throat> I can be pretty dynamic. And yeah. Maybe you don't want to have 24 hours of me. It's a, a thing. But also we have all this cool stuff happening. And it's just, holy cow. So it's bringing us back around to starting to want to share that content. Yeah. Because I yeah, think... Yeah, because I think it's super valuable. You guys kind of started this. and then You need to understand you could run into this terrible, scary place. Yeah. And it's okay. What, it's can, a, are you... Would you be able to share, like, what a couple of those destinations are in, in broad sense? Because, like, you're working toward a thing, right? Yeah. And is that thing... Is that, you know... I'm going. I'm going through a, a process as well with. Um, um, I, I hesitate to call it coach, but um, with, with someone who's trying to help me figure some of this stuff out mm-hmm. and defining those long, longish term goals. Like, what what are those things that you're you're working for? So yeah, great, uh, easy. So we've decided. We know that we want to be. We want to be the foundational leaders for our our entire family. 
mm-hmm. want to be the we want to be the bedrock for our entire family. So that that has set for us certain financial goals for mm-hmm. stability. Uh, so you've put aside some uh, unnecessary uh, expenses and other things, mm-hmm. and you say we're going to we're going to invest this way. We want to we want to build some family wealth that gives stability for generations, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We know that ultimately we are going to need to transition to a home that's a single story. Mm-hmm. And so we are now in the process of learning whether that's condo mm-hmm. single story or whether that's large ranch somewhere. Yep. Because if it's large ranch, as you know, in our community, that's hard. That's yeah, hard to come by, right? And, and where are you going to build or what are you going to do? But we know that we'd really like to have a home that was a destination. For perm- family. Permanently, yeah, right. Yeah. It was going to be a place where grandkids wanted to come. Yep. It was going to be, we want to be able to invite our friends and say, Stay the weekend if you want. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And and uh, you, you follow me. You know that I built this outdoor yeah, kitchen and yeah. pizza oven and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, very handy person. Yeah, we like that. We yeah. like to entertain people. So it was like, come, come, share, yeah. break bread, do your thing. So we've we've said here's here's what our goals are for for building that financial structure, uh, not physical things, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Great. Here's our our goal. Like if if you know me, my, one of my personal joys is I want to run a sawmill. I want to have a mm-hmm. sawmill. I want a personal sawmill. I just want to do it. I want to make sawdust and enjoy wood and do things. <laughs> and people yeah, look at you yeah. like, you're crazy. And you're like, so what allows us to go do this or make furniture and yeah. do things and build the structure for our family? So you're just reverse engineering. You're, I, I want to yeah. run a sawmill. And then you figure out, okay, well, what's the capital requirements? Where do I got to be? Right. How do I? And baby step it, basically. Or is that completely up and opposition to every other goal that we have what happens if barb's like yeah but i don't want i don't want to run a sawmill right so she says it she's like i don't have any interest in that yeah so now you say so is that a is so does that mean we have to live a certain place so that we can do two things Mm. right like so barb likes to shop and be in in you know she like she likes um a lot of culture like she likes arts so she wants to go to museums and do things and whatever and she's really opened my eyes to that uh and that's part of the role we take on our community so i know that wherever we go we need to be close enough for that, for her to thrive, right? That's, mm-hmm. She's been able to physically articulate that goal. That's awesome. Here, I want this. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to decorate and do things. And so we're building these these particular parts along our journey. Is are there it, are there buckets? Is there like a, a relationship, a financial, a spiritual, or do you kind of just like these are the things that we understand collectively where we want to go? It's a, it's more of a, it's a, it's even bigger than that. So we don't yeah we say hey, here's our age. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to spend time together. Here are the health risks that we know exist in our family. Mm. What are we doing to mitigate those? So great for me, a great example. I need to be smaller, Big Mike. Mm-hmm. So that's all good. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah. What are we, what are we going to really do about it? You know, it doesn't make any sense that if I want, if I want to love and carry my family, mm-hmm. that I would live in an unhealthy way. It, it really doesn't make right. sense when you think of it like that. You know, we, we uh, you know, I talk about the uh, the grains of uh, sand going through the hourglass. Mm-hmm. We've talked about yeah. that before. If you're going to spend time somewhere, it damn well better be worth it because you don't get it back. Yeah. And so I said, well, this doesn't make any sense. And so we're we're trying to think of a very easy system that would be supportable for me. Mm-hmm. I tend to over-engineer. I tend to make things so complicated mm-hmm. that they're not they can't be successful. And it's like keep it simple, stupid, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. So for us, it's more about you know it's a five and a ten year window because of our age. We're not twenty seven or forty seven. Right. It's being realistic about that. So it's like, you, so we made it once, then we tore it down. Mm-hmm. Said that's not going to happen. Then we made it again, and then said that and you're and measuring then, along the way. I'm assuming. Yeah, right? and you yeah. can you can tear this back down again and again and again to where you get something that's achievable, mm-hmm. with with a good chance that you're going to go past it. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. much better than never feeling like you can get there. Yeah. Because yeah. what we felt when we first started to do it, we felt like every day now you're grinding mm-hmm. because you got to get to that really unobtainable goal. And when you still want to be present in like yeah. the day, you don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, live for retirement, I think is a terrible thing yeah. to do, right? Well, we can't go out to dinner with mom and dad tonight because we've exceeded our budget. You can't, right. can't have that spontaneous dinner with mom and dad. Well, how many, you know, mom yeah. and dad are in their 80s. Like, yeah, we'll how many chi- mom yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, and do your thing. So we have, you know, like, that's a great example. We have family dinner every Sunday at our home. That is, uh, you know, Barb and her parents and her sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have one sibling and, and a family here, and we're like, and we sit there and we say, wait, like, it's just really easy. We got into a routine. We're, how come we're not reaching out? Family is family. Hmm. Like it's just, it, it just that was just you didn't think about it. It wasn't that you were trying yeah. to exclude anybody. You didn't think, yeah. but it just became a trend. It just became a thing. But you never thought about how to improve it. So now, now it's a it's a weekly broadcast to everyone ever considered family. Whatever, whatever step <laughs> dinner, yeah, dinner, were, Mike and Barb, dinner Sunday yeah. at six, yeah, yeah. You know, just just give me a heads up by Saturday if you're coming, so we yeah. have enough, you know, and uh, and do your thing, and uh, you, you're making those changes. Yeah. So um, where can where can people? If someone wanted to get, I guess, guess two questions to kind of wrap some of this up. If if people want to get started in this process, um, whether that's implementing some of the stuff in, in their company or in their in their life, I guess question number one is, where would you advise them to start? I guess it's three questions. Where would you advise them to start? Do you answer all of your email? Uh, like, are you one of those resources? And how how did you? How do you have that conversation with a, a a partner, whether that's in business or in life? Like this, because this can sound crazy. Mm-hmm. It can. Like, oh, we're going to open up this Toyota process for our marriage, right? Yeah. Or our, like, how do you, how do you how do you have that initial conversation where it, it takes some of the scariness away? Yeah. So, um, first one is uh, so two second lean from Paul okay. is free. So it's paulacres.net. Yeah. It's, it's worth a read, even if you're not in. I tore through it. It's an easy read. It's, yeah. it's super easy. It's in its third generation. Uh, also a big reveal, I guess, uh, uh, Paul is writing a lean, a lean life book. He's mm-hmm. writing a lean lifestyle book. Oh, you're um, onto something. Yeah. So, so he's on, <laughs> he's, he's doing that. Uh, he actually commented, I think, I don't know if you saw, he commented on the Ted talk. He, and actually, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He posted it at one point. So yeah. His lean working relationships, you know? And uh, so, uh, so that's that'll be an interesting read yeah. as well. But uh, the the other answer to your question is, I maintain a zero inbox, so I read all my emails, I respond to all my awesome. emails. Um, still, still this day. So you know, there's a. And when I say zero inbox, for those that want to know the answer, it's not every 24 hours. It's it's uh, by the end of Friday, it's empty. Uh, so okay, that seems much more reasonable. I've been trying to do this for yeah. months. I hit it quarterly and then like yeah so I it's, uh, it. yeah. it's I, I so monday i start with nothing or whatever's coming yeah, in yeah. Uh, and begin to process it but simply sometimes uh i have, have a tendency to leave things in there that require additional follow-up and, yeah or, or i want to reference quickly and not search for it so it's just there mm-hmm. but by friday it's empty awesome. it's done with the week's work so uh so yeah so hey i'm a resource you know big mike at total solutions.com go ahead and do it awesome um uh, you can find us on the website too um the uh you've got it, some youtube videos up too Yep. So there's so there's so there's a Facebook page mm-hmm. that we did for Kaizen for Life. Mm-hmm. It's up there. Uh, there's the TED Talk, right? That mm-hmm. gives you just ideas of what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'm happy to answer those questions. But I think the, the the number one piece of advice for anybody, anybody, look whether it's a partner in a relationship mm-hmm. or are you willing to have a deliberate conversation? And what that most importantly means is, are you willing to say something that you might have considered hurtful before? Hmm. Because you would not, it, you, in our culture, we think it's 
impolite to say, I think there's a better way that you could do something or something could be done or, or that you're dealing with a mm-hmm. thing. Can you be candid to your partner or, or friend or coworker? Can you just talk openly? Cool. Yeah, but that's it. So start, have a conversation, read a quick book, down the road, shoot me an email. Awesome. Happy to guide you. Bye. Mike at totalsolutions.com. Totalsolutions.com. Big Mike Morell. Thanks, dude. This is great. It's always good, always good jamming on this stuff with you. It's, yeah. uh, it's, I, I feel a renewed sense of vigor to, to apply this. I bring a lot of energy. You do. I, I love you this do. stuff. You it's do. great. I appreciate it's awesome. it. Ryan. Hey, I appreciate great. the opportunity. It's great, dude. Easy enough. Ah, feels good to be back. One down in the can. One in the can. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you dug this conversation. Uh, if you want to know more about Big Mike, you can ping me or uh, visit his website, Total Solutions, Kaizen for Life. And uh, a couple housekeeping things. If you're interested, if, if you're picking up what I'm putting down here, I'm going to get the email list going again and um, uh, with a focus on not only just the episodes that, that I'm putting out here with season two, but some of the stuff that I come across in my day-to-day uh, uh, learnings and experiments. Um, so I sent out I send out one email a month-ish and would love to have you on the email list. You can learn more and sign up at rustbeltstartup.com and I hope you'll do that. Um, we'll have a new episode in about two weeks. Very excited for the next conversations that I'm going to be bringing you guys and, uh, and, and look forward to your feedback. So if you feel compelled, if you, if you dug this episode, uh, it'd be great if, if you left a comment or, or a five-star rating or a or, or, uh, or review on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps me in the rankings and makes me feel all good about myself. So uh, uh, looking forward to your feedback, and we'll see you in a couple weeks on Rust Belt Startup.